Hello, sustainable friends, and welcome to Let's Act, Sustainably Developing Africa and Beyond podcast. Here we will share bold and innovative solutions that will help us tackle social, economic, and environmental issues that affect sustainable development. The Let's Act podcast series will amplify voices of people from communities, businesses, academia, civil society organizations, and more who will share real experiences that will drive development for an Africa we want. My name is Tokumbo, Talks for short, Ifachiroti, and I am your host. It is time. Let's act, Africa. Hello, 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 and welcome to our podcast titled Let's Act, Sustainably Developing Africa and Beyond. Today, our topic is on work and economic growth, Caladium Lagos SME Bootcamp. And my guest is Ayo Bankole Akintu Joye. Now, before we do a deep dive, you know, into our discussion today, I just want to give you some snippets about the things that he's done so far. Ayo Bankole is a strategy and transformation professional with 13 years experience that covers leadership roles as the head of strategy groups in the financial markets, insurance, oil and gas industries, and many more. He's worked with quite a number of consultancies across sub-Saharan Africa, including KPMG, PricewaterhouseCoopers, Philips Consulting, and more, and has provided advice to over 130 companies, including governments, development institutions, and also the African Development Bank, World Bank, and oil companies. So I want to highlight the fact that Ayo is the convener of the Caladium Lagos SME Bootcamp. Ayo, welcome to our podcast. And there's so much on your bio that I'm sure when we start discussing, you'll talk about, but it's great to have you on our podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm doing very good. Uh, I'm in Lagos, usual Lagos, hustle and bustle, but otherwise, uh, I'm fine. <laughs> How know. are you too? I'm fine, thank you, Ayo. I'm good. I like when you said the usual Lagos hustle and bustle, but you know, that's some kind of adrenaline, you know, it just keeps you pumping, isn't it? And I guess that's where that energy comes from for you, you know, when you start thinking about different ways of unlocking the potential we have, not just in Nigeria, but Africa as a whole. Tell me, what does this boot camp mean to you? Okay, so um, I mean, this bootcamp means everything uh, around my career and um, you know growth and everything that I that I stand for from an impact standpoint. So is is for me, it's not enough that uh, you know we're able to uh, build a career, make money, uh, work for those who uh, sell your services, your professional services to those who are able to afford it, while mm-hmm. those who are unable to afford it but need it the most. Uh, continue to fail in their businesses because uh, they are excluded you know, due to their uh, buying power. Um, so for context, right? Yes. About 90% of the businesses, our entire economic activities across Africa um, lies in the, in the MSME space. So meanwhile, it is now NMSME. So there is nano, there is micro, there is small, and there is medium enterprises. Mm-hmm. And you know these guys are the you know in Nigeria specifically they they they, they are responsible for about six percent of the total jobs provided in the economy. Uh, so if you want to really build wealth, 
you have to expand their capacity to earn more, right? Unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, um, these guys stand the biggest risk of failure because they, aside their technical skills, they know nothing else. So they don't know about, you know, accounting. They don't know about financial planning. They don't know about strategy. They don't know yeah. about branding. So they don't know how to keep these businesses going, right? Yeah. Uh, and those of us who are the professional advisors uh, are only able to provide those services and support to those who can afford it. And the guys who can afford it are either the la- uh, the upper end of the medium to mm-hmm. the large enterprises. So what we do with the bootcamp is to bring these services to the nano, the micro, and the small enterprises uh, at, you know, at, at pro bono standpoint. So we mm-hmm. aggregate skill sets, we bring in thought leaders, business leaders, entrepreneurs, professionals, and all of that um, together uh, to provide their skill sets and their advisory and their talents to these guys in you know, a pro bono. So that's essentially what we do. It's great work. And so when you say, you, you, you know, you bring all these thought leaders and you know, business leaders as well, you, you bring them all together. And, you know, you talked about the different trajectories. So, you know, the nano, the micro and small. Where do you find all these young people that you bring together? Are they at universities or secondary schools? How, you, how soon do you start picking up all these skill sets that you think that they have to be able to unlock these potentials that you've identified? Oh, yeah. So we start from the universities. Um, uh, we've had partnerships, for example, with the University of Ibadan. We've had partnerships with student organizations and clusters uh, in Lagos, in Ibadan, in Kondo State and all of that. So yeah. uh, we, ha- we usually have you know, a large demographic of uh, audience coming in from the universities, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> however, that's not the only place. Uh, we also have several clusters of of entrepreneurs um, coming in from all walks of life across multiple sectors, especially processing. So we have a bias for women, for young women, and process uh, people who are into um, uh, manufacturing, or if I call it processing. So for example, um, agricultural processing, uh, food processing, uh, you know, healthcare, uh, fashion, you know, manufacturing, all those kind of things. So, yeah, so that, that that's that's how we... So how do we get them? Mostly on referral. Uh, we also do some sort of publicity for our event. So people apply for it. Uh, we shortlist okay. to show that, you know, they meet our criteria and, you know, that they, they fit the, the demography of what we're looking for, especially for our grant. You know, we also provide grants. Um, okay. Just, yeah, just microfunding. Uh, so there are those parameters that we've designed and if you meet it, then we shortlist you and we bring you into our community. Hmm. That's great. Do you have any success stories that you'd like to share with us? Oh, yes, we do have several success stories. Um, there's a lady called Timmy, uh, Timmy Tyra Johnson. She's a very awesome lady. She's into uh, sustainable fashion designing. So she makes fashion apparels from uh, waste, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, awesome lady. Uh, she won. She won a grant from us that she, you know, she that she used to set up some elements of her business as an undergraduate, and then mm-hmm. from there she moved on to the Tony Lumelu Foundation and won. Um, you know, from that experience, she then got better at applying for the Tony Lumelu Foundation um, grant. I mean, now she has expanded. She's doing tremendously well. Uh, she's still a very active member of our community. Um, we have a guy called Peter Bassi. Peter is also in uh, green agriculture. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, awesome, awesome young man. 
Uh, he's also very active in our community. He's won our grants twice. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there are so many. There are so many. There's Taufik, yes. uh, you know, uh, who also won our grant. But there are also others who do not even win grants, but do you know really good stuff. Um, uh, who have also learned because it's not just about grants. In fact, grants is just very little of what we do. The core of our vision and mission is business management capability enhancement amongst these guys. Yes. So uh, yeah, so we have um, helped so many of them with planning for their business, uh, with understanding what financial management is all about. So there are several of them who have grown in the way that they do manage their business because of our because of their engagement with with our community. Uh, yeah. And they are, yeah, and they are, they have gone ahead to document these these testimonies, and, and we are very happy about it. One of the things that I found that happens in a lot of communities is you end up finding that. All these success stories, and I know you said everything is not, you know, based on those that get the grants. There are other people too that attend these boot camps, or or you've opened up their paradigms to them that they've paid it forward to others. So what they've learned from you, they've taught other people in their communities, in their schools, and all that, and that's it's helping them. It takes me to my next question about partnerships. Who do you partner with? Are, are there others out there that you have linkages with to make this more dynamic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we would have gone this far without the partnerships, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> although we're still looking for a lot more because as of today, we're still about 70% you know, self-funded. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we're looking for a whole lot more. I mean, this is driven by, by passion. So we see it as a CSR for, you know, to give back. Uh, mm -hmm. But of course, there's always the limit to how many you can impact with your own resources. But over the years, we are, we've had several brilliant partnerships. You know, we've had partnerships with ProShare, uh, with PiggyVest, with AXA, Mansard, with Number, uh, mm -hmm. and, and quite a lot of them. Uh, I think we have about 10 to 15 partners in the past um, okay. you know, who have supported either technically or financially or, you know, um, into resources and all of that. So... Yeah, but we are we looking for more? Of course, a, a whole lot. We want to expand into other territories. Uh, mm -hmm. We want to go to Abuja, we want to go to Kano, we want to go to the East. Uh, yes. But again, you know, we are limited by resources. So uh, if we're able to get more partnership is an opportunity. If, you, if you're looking to support small businesses, if you're mm -hmm. looking to support women, we're launching a new initiative now called uh, Caledium Africa Women in SME Grant. Okay. Um, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, you know, this is just a grant strictly for women in SMEs uh, and we're, we're, we're open for partnerships and collaboration. Fantastic. And all that information, um, will, will, is that on your website or will it be on your website once you've done the, you know, fin finalities around it? Yes, yes. It's still in planning stage. Uh, yeah. Of course, we will, we will upload all of this on our website once we're done with it. Yeah, yeah. Now that sounds good. It's, it, it's awesome work. I think... Uh, you know, the ring around women too, you know, or, or young ladies and, and girls too. I think a lot of them to have a lot to offer in this space. And, you know, when you mentioned the lady that's doing the sustainable clothing line, that that's really key because the whole world now is actually going uh, along that, they're towing that road now. In fact, I even know quite a number of people that won't even buy apparels anymore, except if they're, you know, sustainably made so to speak. So that's the way forward now. And, and, you know, climate change and all that plays a huge role in, in moving us forward now or, or projecting forward. Um, 
I think before we close, I want to touch on technology. I know you you lead a team at um, is it Fed Gap? How does that work? Yes, awesome. Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> so in addition to our consulting business, uh, Calidium Consulting, we also recently set up um, Feda Gap. Uh, Feda Gap is a tech startup that focuses on um, providing funding um, SME to SME. So so. What we simply do to simplify is, is we are we are automating the ecosystem, the support ecosystem that we created for SMEs. So first and foremost, if you're a small business, you want to trade with a, with a big company, yes. but you you are unable to because you can't wait for the payment days or the payment terms of those big firms. You know, most of these big firms will not pay you until thirty days, forty five days, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, demand would help you scale. But because you do not have that financial muscle, you are unable to take on those jobs. So a lot of mm -hmm. times what, what SMEs do is they then look for people with bigger capacity to help them um, manage those transactions. And then okay. you know, most times it's at a loss to them. So what we simply do is we say, if you have done this transaction, right, you just uh, bring the invoice to us. Um, we will give you the money at a discount. And okay. upon, mat upon maturity, the big company will pay us, right? So you can do other, other, other transactions. So aside that, we also have uh, the peer-to-peer learning platform. We have the Talk to a Subject Matter Expert platform on FederGap community. We also have the FederGap Cooperative for business owners to join. So that, that's summary of what FederGap is, 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 is designed to do. Yeah, that that that's really um, I, I, that's really forward thinking, and also you know bridging that gap, isn't it? Because like you said, you know, the fees that they're charging can be so high, which means at the end of the day, if they're waiting for thirty days, they can't make anything else, they can't turn anything over, and by the time they really get the money, it's really lost its power, isn't it? You know, in their hands. Exactly. So, yeah. So that gap that you're feeling is awesome. Oh. I know you. I I I know you know our meeting is coming to an end now, but it's been awesome speaking to you. But before I let you go, I'd like you to just share maybe one or two key, um, should I say, nuggets that you'd like to uh, our youth, you know, to, to go away with and use that as as a leverage where they are right now to propel them to where they want to get to, especially when we're talking about um, you know working and economic growth. Okay, so there's something I shared uh, recently, I think about two days ago on social media that's been going viral, and that, that's about um, contentment versus growth, right? So yeah. I think that small business owners, it's very important that we strike that balance between contentment and growth, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Because the truth is that there's no, there no end or there's no limit to what growth and progress is, right? So mm -hmm. if you are personally chasing growth and... Um, and uh, progress in the context of maybe what others are doing or without um, pausing to appreciate and uh, be content with what, what, what progress you've made so far, then it yeah. becomes uh, greed-driven goods, right? Or greed-driven uh, goods drive, right? So, and that, is then, that then becomes negative motivation, right? But where um, you are able to strike that mm -hmm. balance, you know, to be content with, you know, what you have, enjoy where you are, appreciate what you have and what you're doing at this time. And also uh, in that context, um, pursue progress, then you would have achieved uh, intrinsic 
uh, or in or internal um, 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 internally motivated or internally intrinsically generated or or driven um, uh, progress, right? So, uh, so I think that balance is very important. Otherwise, you will just be perpetually on the workways, and you may never find uh, true happiness because you will keep chasing the next thing, right? Which is which is just uh, a bottomless pit. Hmm. It's funny, you know, you say that because when you said that, I had a picture that just came to my mind. You know, when you see a dog that's going round and round in circles, trying to catch its tail. And it's just going round and round and round and it never does, you know. So it, it just brought up that picture to me. I think what I what I like about what you said is that, you know, pursuit of, of, of progress, there has to be a clear understanding about what the goals are and what the outcomes are. Because if one is not clear about that, like you said, it, it just becomes everlasting. The goalpost keeps on shifting and then one is just never content and never happy. So I, I really like that. I really love, love what you shared with us. I think the last thing that you sh- I saw too that you shared recently was about um, volunteering as well. You know, so whilst people are in a quiet space in terms of trying to get a job or just coming out from university, it's always good to try to find something to do even as a volunteer because there's some skills that you gain and also you're giving back and that could be used on your resume too for those who are looking for jobs or skills that they can use if they want to set up a business what do you think about that yeah i mean that 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 singular decision was what propelled my career i mean you know launched helped me launch my career you know back then through the isec network right and you know that's why we particularly i remember my very first interview uh, my interviewer then asked me if you know some of the things i was talking about you know planning balance worker and all that if I only read them in textbooks or if I really knew how they worked. Um, mm. Because, because yes, and those were things that I used, you know, in ISEC, um, you know, as director of education and, you know, education projects. And because I was able to demonstrate uh, my understanding of those things, yes. uh, you know, I got the job, even though I had not graduated. You know, it was, it was, an, it was the uh, interregnum of strike, you know, mm. national strike in 2009. And, um, you know, I, I got that job, even against a lot more experienced people. Uh, and so, and this was me coming from nowhere, really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, no connect. I had never known anybody there. I didn't even have a degree yet, you know, and I was living very far off, you know, in, in Abu Lekba. So, so this shows that you really do not need to know people. You don't need to come from a worldly background. But mm-hmm. what you need to do is make you put yourself at a competitive advantage. And how can you do this? So harness those networks those free online learning resources, you know, be hungry for, for, for knowledge, be hungry for volunteering in turn, you know, uh, I yeah. think undergraduate years is not the time when you should be necessarily driven by income, you know, but by knowledge so that you are better equipped for, uh, you're better equipped for, for, for better opportunities, for bigger opportunities post school. Right. So thank you for bringing that up. I think that's very critical. Uh, and I'm happy that, you know, it's gathered over, over half a million views already um, on the internet. And a lot, a lot of people are reaching out to me to say, oh, thank you for this. How can I join this? And I'm doing a lot of uh, linking. I'm linking a lot of young people up with people who can mentor them, who can provide platform for them. And this past two, three days has been crazy, you know, buzzing my teams. <laughs> and I'm Aww. happy at the, at the outcome of that. That's good. Wow. So I have uncovered exciting times do lie ahead. (laughs) 
Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time. I, I know you're extremely busy, but it's just been awesome um, speaking to you. And uh, don't be a stranger. Like I always say, let's do stay in touch. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I'm excited about future collaboration with you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I look forward to that too as well. Yeah. Have a great day. And you too. Do take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sustainable Friends, for tuning into today's episode. And we hope you feel empowered and ready to develop economic, environmental, and social solutions that will bring about positive change in your communities for a better Africa and beyond. By the way, you don't have to wait until the next episode to chat with me. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Let's Act Africa and tell me one thing this episode has convinced you to start doing. Also, if you found this episode insightful, please make sure you leave a rating, subscribe to our show, and share with others who you think can implement solutions in Africa and beyond. Remember, we're all in this together. Until next time, let's act Africa.